Hello, this is Dan, and welcome to the Birdies and Bourbon podcast. Today, Cal and I cover the TaylorMade match play event coming up this weekend on Sunday. We cover that in extensive detail, talking all about DJ and Rory, Matt Wolf, and Ricky, and what we thought about how they put it together, what we expect, who we're putting chips down on. We get into a little bit of bourbon action towards the end as well, and we also cover uh, from a 10,000-foot view uh, or a short-term view uh, the Tiger-Phil match and what we uh, are expecting next week. We're going to get into that a lot next week, early in the week, but we wanted to touch on the Zoom call from this week, well, some of our initial thoughts on that thing, but deeper dive next week. Coming up, here comes the uh, the tailor-made uh, deep dive. Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. So, Dan, uh, got some exciting stuff to talk about today. Uh, as you know, we're going to be opening up, uh, opening up golf this weekend at uh at seminole you want to talk about uh let's let's get into the foursome the the, the twosomes that are going to be playing uh, this weekend yeah i mean first off i mean it's it's a it's a great cause right so before we, we i know we're going to get into some more of our nitpicks on this thing and we do have to say first off it's a great cause thank you uh taylor made for putting this together it's a gangster move you know we weren't sure when this was going to occur and you came out and you beat uh phil and uh tiger to the punch you know so you're coming out a week before that there's going to be a ton of eyes on this thing which is great but uh it's called taylor made driving relief it's got some pretty powerful sticks in here you got you got rory right now who is the number one stick in the world you got dj at number five they're playing together against ricky fowler and matt wolf Fowler's ranked 27th in the world, Matt Wolf at 110. So, you know, the question, of course, number one is, you know, why do you pair these two guys together? You got a combined 38 PGA Tour titles and five majors versus, uh, what do they got on the other side? They got. Uh, well, Ricky, I mean, let's, uh, let's be honest. I mean, Ricky's biggest win uh, in his career, I mean, it's his win at TPC. It has to be, right? I mean, obviously he's a fan draw and, uh, you know, he always contends well. Uh, at the Open, uh, you got Matt Wolf that's got one tour win. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won last year at um, 3M. Uh, yeah, he won the 3M, right? Uh, so, but uh, hold on, before we get into all that, like, how do you pick the world number one, Dustin Johnson, who, you know, you, you can't question the guy's talent. And then, respectfully, how do you come up with Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf? Okay, so the listeners are probably thinking right now, well, hey, it's sponsored by TaylorMade. We're going to pick TaylorMade guys. Look through the bags, man. Look through Roy's bag. Look through DJ's bag. Look through Matt's Wolf bag, Matt Wolf's bag, and you got TaylorMade all over the place. Mm-hmm. What do you got in Ricky's bag? I think it's all Cobra, right? All Cobra. Uh, he, he plays a titleless putter. But, okay. you, I mean, you got to dig deep in those pockets, man, and the best you're going to come up with is a TaylorMade ball, and a tailor-made glove. So again, I, I don't really know why they pick these guys. Uh, you know, obviously Ricky's going to have a draw. I mean, you know, no, no matter where he goes, I mean, he's one of the most popular players on tour. So fans are going to watch because it's Ricky. Matt Wolf, uh, questionable. Uh, again, ranked uh, 110 in the standings, and uh, he's got uh, well, I think three total wins in his career, and two of them are amateurs. Mm-hmm. Well, you told uh, me I think we, we were we were chatting over text the other day, and you said, "Hey, how is this guy jumping 106 players on tour to get this <laughs> slot on this during this event?" Right? I mean, how is that possible? But again, uh, I think it's great for Taylor. I think 
I, I do like the Wolf pick. I think it's a good pick. You know, he has not played that well since the 3M last year, but at the same time, he's a young player. He's 21 years old. He, they, I, obviously, they believe in this guy, and they think he's going to be one of their superstars to come. It's going to give, it's going to give him a great uh, spotlight this coming weekend. So, I mean, that's great, right? Yeah, I guess if you're an Oklahoma fan, gives you something to pull for. <laughs> you, you got, you got the two Oklahoma guys out there against, uh, against Rory and DJ. So, uh, you know, I, I hope they bring. Uh, I, I hope it's just not golf. You know the Tiger and Phil thing. Yeah, uh, I think everybody will admit that. You know what? It, yeah, it was good to see, and it was uh, definitely not new. I mean, they they played these things all throughout. Uh, you know, through through uh, through history, as far as you know, pairing talent against talent in kind of a one-off setting. Uh, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to uh, to see what they you know, what are they going to do to make it entertaining. Well, I think right? for one, isn't isn't a better name for this thing? Uh, DJ Rory versus the Oklahoma Kids. <laughs> it's got a it's got a little ring to it. It's got so, a little ring yeah, to it. <laughs> so actually, DJ and Rory, I, I was uh, I was watching some interviews they did over the last week, and apparently they were um, uh, at the end of the um, the players. Uh, D, uh, DJ was out on his boat and said he he called up uh, Rory and said, "I want to play uh, the New Orleans with you." And they were planning on doing that together. And of course, Rory said. If, uh, if, if it goes on and if it, it uh, happens, then absolutely we'll play together. So that's pretty interesting. So I guess that maybe that's why they decided to play together on this. Uh, maybe. What do you think? Uh, maybe. You know, again, other than the tailor-made connection, you know, you don't, don't hear a lot of noise or, uh, I mean, they, they all live, uh, you know, kind of close together, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I think DJ's playing out of Seminole. Uh, I'm not sure about Rory where he where he plays out of. Have to uh, have to look into that. Yeah, I'm sure if he's a Seminole guy or not. They he's all four. They all four live in Jupiter. I, I did hear that. So uh, they're all going to be very familiar with this course. So I don't think there's any course advantage. I think you could take that out of the mix, and it's really going to come down to uh, the teams, right? So you got uh, you got the two two guys in the top five. You know, you got number one, number one, and number five, and then you got number twenty seven and one ten. Now, oh, don't forget, ooh. don't forget, you got a mustache. Oh, Boy, is Ricky is Ricky going to be rocking the stash? Oh, uh, <laughs> have you seen that thing? Oh yeah, gracious. Well, we, yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a little rough. Almost right? got a personality of its own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's put yourself in uh, Ricky's wife's shoes. Uh, I guess he got married within the last year. I didn't even heard that he had gotten married, but apparently he got married in the last year or whatnot. I mean, you get married and then. We have the quarantine, and your husband grows that thing. I mean, <laughs> what are her thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I mean, at that point, I guess you just got to try and grow yours out too to uh, to one up him, right? So. <laughs> God, oh boy, <laughs> I'm not going there. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, the, the stash is a little rough. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the stash. I know a lot of guys have been growing them. Who um, who else did we see it on recently? Who else? Oh, Kepka. Kepka, Kepka, Kepka had, had the stash he, too. Yeah, he was rocking the stash. Yeah, yeah, he sure was. Let's get back to the to the uh, the the foursome. I do agree with you that you know why. Why do you have a guy that doesn't have a stick in the bag playing in this event? I, I agree. He's playing the ball. You know, he's hitting the sphere around, but, and uh, he's playing the glove. Okay. Uh, the other guys have all got more skin in the game, per se, on this thing. But uh, maybe, they, maybe they chose Ricky because he, uh, you know, he's a, he's a tailor-made guy. He's on their site. Uh, he's a great name in the sport. Everybody loves Ricky. So maybe that's it. But then again, you and I were talking last week about, if they don't have caddies, and I'm not sure if they're going to have caddies for this thing or not, and they have golf carts, what kind of possibilities does that open up for Ricky? Could you imagine what the Fowler golf cart looks like? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be orange, right? You'll see him coming. So, well, how many sponsors can you fit on that thing? What's you're going to see Goodyear plastered all over his hat? I mean, what's going to happen? It's golf, not NASCAR, Ricky. Golf. <laughs> we gotta, uh, you've, well, you've got to so, get us some kind of meme on that thing. We got to see the Ricky Fowler <laughs> golf cart. We got to see so, what that thing looks like. So think about this, though. Think about the pairing. So again, I don't think anybody's arguing that Rory and DJ, right? That that that's a that's a solid move. But think about who they passed up. Uh, yeah. Jason Day, Colin Morikawa, yeah. John Rahm. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously Tiger's playing the following week, so no, no action there. But, I mean, you passed up some solid players. I mean, John Rahm, that guy's on fire this year so, you know, before the break. I mean, that, how, how'd you miss that guy? Yeah. What is Rahm? Is he number two in the world right now? Is that what he is? I think he is number yeah, two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think number two. Uh, uh, here's another interesting take, right? So if uh, so, TaylorMade's got, uh, I guess, four brand ambassadors. That are on that LPGA tour. Yes. Uh, so did, was, was that a miss for TaylorMade that instead of pairing the guys together, because it's not a PGA uh, event, right? I mean, it, and and again, as we you know started off with, I mean, it's for charity, right? So how do you how do you in, make it more inclusive, reaching out to everyone? Now, granted, you know some of the names on here of the, uh, the the female brand ambassadors for TaylorMade, mm-hmm. uh, some people probably aren't that familiar with them. Uh, Sung Hyun Park, uh, you know, she's playing really well. You got Maria Fossey. Uh, you know, they're definitely an opportunity to, to include her. And you got uh, Charlie Hull and Sierra Brooks. So I don't know, maybe a little bit, bit of a miss on TaylorMade's behalf there. I think, uh, you know, a, a girl and guy pairing. Uh, I think that that, uh, I think that would have, uh, I think that would have been a good draw. Yeah, I like the idea of pairing uh, uh, DJ and uh, and Rory with some of those LPGA players. I think that would have been an interesting thing. And maybe they'll do it, you know, again, I think we're going to talk a little bit later in this pod here about, you know, the future of these formats. And we thought there were going to be a lot more of these after the fill and Tiger won in 2018, we thought there was going to be more of these. And we haven't seen that many. But now they're popping up because it's a great relief effort and that kind of thing. So uh, I do want to talk more about the formats. But I do think that it would have been interesting to see those, you know, Rory and DJ paired with the LPGA tour. I think it would have done a great service to the LPGA tour. I would have put some eyes on those and, you know, I think they need that. I think it could help them out. Right. Um, and there's a great, they got some great players on that tour. Obviously they're the best in the world. Um, it would have been interesting to see that. Would it have been more interesting to see DJ and, uh, and Ricky and Rory and Wolf, you know, uh, take the, uh, the two guys in the top five and, and pair them with, uh, you know, with the guys that are, you know, lower on the uh, on the rankings, would that have been more interesting? And then, you know, in terms of the odds, which we're going to get to in a minute, you know, would that be would that have made the odds more interesting if you put like a Ricky and Rory? Yeah, for sure. You I mean, know, de- de- yeah. yeah, I mean, you definitely got, uh, you know, Rory and DJ are coming in. Yeah, coming in as the, uh, you know, definitely have the lead. Uh, and you got, uh, you know, Ricky and Matt that are, you know, clearly the underdogs in this thing. So. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's going to give them some momentum, and uh, you know they're they're going to going to play a little harder. I mean, so we you mentioned format a couple of times. So yeah. in the skins format, mm-hmm. right? I mean, again, you you know take 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 away the you know standard setup of a uh, of a of a three four day tournament. I mean, this is you know you got one round of golf, you got eighteen holes, and it's skins. So uh, you know it's it's kind of you know who's going to show up that day, right? Who who's going to be on their game, and who's going to be uh, who's going to be hitting the ball uh, you know better that day? So yeah, it's. Uh, it definitely, it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, does the format hold up? Uh, is there going to be any junk, you know, kind of uh, that they're going to, they're going to be placing wagers on as they, as they move through the course. So 
yeah, I, I don't know. One thing that we are going to get to take advantage of <laughs> is Matt Wolf's swing. So oh, if you're not man. familiar with it, you ought to go ahead, go out, go online, YouTube in Matt Wolf swing. Uh, you know, I'm sure you'll, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's, uh, it's absolutely, uh, one of the, probably the most unorthodox swing on tour right now. If you were to compare his swing to, uh, the unorthodox swings of the past, well, you know, what, what do you compare it to? Yeah. And then, and, um, and, uh, you got DJ and Rory playing against these guys and they got some pretty sweet swings. So in terms of a career does he have does an unorthodox swing handicap him in a way, or can this guy rise to the levels obviously Taylor made thinking that he's going to be able to do? Well, you know, so as unorthodox swings go, probably the most successful and, and albeit you know probably uh, most people probably don't think of it as uh, you know as an unorthodox swing, but Arnold Palmer. Mm. I mean, go back and watch some old footage of Arnold right and, and uh, you know his swing is definitely you know it's not a uh, it's it's no it's not pure you know it's no Adam Scott swing you know that's for sure so <laughs> oh no 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 we are not going down that road today no no <laughs> yeah good work Adam in shout out um, so you know so you got Tommy Tudlove Ganey right I mean again you know didn't uh, you know obviously he's good right he was on the tour but uh, you know didn't didn't really have a uh, you know not a Hall of Fame career there. Uh, you know, some of the better ones, you know, Ray Floyd, I mean, unconventional, but, mm, uh, you know, Ray's, uh, Ray's worn a green jacket before. So, you know, he's, uh, you know, he, he made a career out of it. Probably the best that I can think of, uh, that's unorthodox and, and you can see it right from address, uh, through, you know, through follow through is Jim Furyk. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, you know, with the, you know, what's the mechanics look like, you know, what's career longevity look like for somebody with a swing like that? I don't know. I mean, look at Jim. I mean, he was um, very successful. Uh, heck of a career. Actually, today is uh, Jim Furyk's 50th birthday. So happy birthday, Jim. Oh, happy birthday. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> so looking at unorthodox swings, you know, what Jim do? Uh, FedEx champion in 2010, PGA mm. player of the year in 2010, mm. uh, shot a 58. Uh, set the set a uh, PGA Tour record uh, mm. at the Travelers in 2016. Man, that's not too long ago. Uh, it is not too long ago, and he's uh, Jim Furyk's going to be um, uh, president of the Ryder Cup team. Oh yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you saw today, but uh, they just picked uh, Davis Love the third and uh, Zach Johnson as uh, as vice captains. He just announced those today. So oh, very cool. Uh, yeah, make, making some noise on his birthday. Yeah, that's really cool. Very cool. So Jim Furyk also, just looking at some of the stats here, uh, 17 victories, nine Ryder Cups, uh, and then like you said, the, the captain or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, great career. Great career. So, you know, Matt Wolf, I think uh, the, the, the swing is a little unorthodox, but at the same time, I think he's got... Uh, I think he's got some uh, potential for sure. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be like one of those great players, and that's the reason he's playing this event. They believe in him, and obviously the players do too. I was listening to, uh, to Rory and DJ and Ricky talk about him over the last week. You know, just getting prepared for this match. You know, they all they all said the same thing that this guy's a competitor and he's gonna be, you know, one of the top players in the game. So absolutely, yep. So let's let let's get down to let's get down to money. Uh oh. Uh, talk odds, man. Who 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 you taking? Uh, I'm gonna take the underdogs. So let's let's go over the odds first, okay? So Vegas came out with this uh, a week or two ago when the when the match first got announced, and Rory and DJ came out as the big favorites, and they are 
uh, minus 200s, which mean with minus 200, which means that you wager 200 bucks, you win 100, and then Ricky and Matt are at plus 175, meaning you wager 100 and you earn 175. I've thought about this a lot. Again, course, I think they're all familiar with the course. I don't think there's any advantages there. Uh, and then you got uh, you know you got DJ and uh, and Rory playing the two top you know top guys in this whole this whole uh, match or whatnot. But uh, I'm gonna take the underdogs because it is a skins game. Uh, Ricky plays this course extremely well, and uh, and uh, they got that chemistry from uh, both being Oklahoma guys. What do you, who you got? Well, uh, I too would like to go with the underdogs, uh, but. And, and I think for the money, I think it's probably uh, it's it's the least risky bet. Um, again, betting $100 to pull down 175 But uh, I, I don't think they'll keep up, man. I, I honestly, I, I mean, Rory is, you know, every tournament that dude's played in this year, I mean, he's just, you know, he's hitting the ball so good. Uh, you know, DJ, he, you know, he's uh, he kind of kind of ebbed and flowed uh, through the beginning of the season. But, uh, but I, I, again, he's at Seminole home track. So, uh, you know, again, I, I don't know that it's, I don't know that it puts them at an advantage. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, everybody's familiar with the course, uh, but I definitely don't think it disadvantages them at all. So, uh, so I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm going to go DJ and, and Rory. Uh, and, and I, and I think that Rory is going to be the star of that team. I, I think he's going to carry it through. So, uh, by the way, just so you know, we got the uh, got the odds from uh, Jeff Sherman, Las Vegas book. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: um, in terms of uh, the way this course plays, I've done a little bit of research on it. But uh, DJ and Rory, both huge drivers of the golf ball, right? I mean, they're both um, top on tour. Matt Wolf is a driver of the golf course, and I mentioned earlier, Matt Wolf, he uh, you know he won at 3M last year, but this year he hasn't been playing all that great. Um, he uh let's take a look at some of his uh, stats here so he's got a t11 at century and he had t13 uh at the zozo and then a t18 at shriners these are these are his 2020 um 20 best results but then if we go down here yeah what, what, while you're looking so what, i think one advantage uh that that ricky is going to have so i mean if we, if we just want to talk about players and, and what's an advantage versus a disadvantage so the the way that Seminole is laid out, uh, you know, it's, I, I think every hole, I think you've got a completely different wind direction. Hmm. So, so, so you, you know, it's not like you're playing out through nine and coming back, you know, through, through the back nine. I mean, every hole it's, it's going to be, uh, you, you're going to have to hit different shots on every hole. So, you know, I mentioned earlier with Ricky's, um, uh, success at, uh, at open championships, right. in those link style courses, now granted Seminole is not necessarily, not necessarily a link setup, but when you consider the conditions that they're playing in and, and how well he does, uh, you know, given uh, the changing wind directions. So I, I think that, you know, if, it, if it's going to be breezy, which uh, it probably will be, uh, how breezy is it going to be? I don't know. You know, it's going <laughs> to depend on the weather. But, it, you know, I mean, it's right on the ocean. So you're definitely going to have uh, you're going to have a draft coming in. So so if there's a, an advantage from a course setup, uh, I think that that probably plays into Ricky's favor just based on uh uh, based on his open uh, open success. Yeah, so I wanted to recap on the the Matt Wolf uh his uh, results for 2020. So and it just he's in terms of off the tee, he's 11th on the tour. 
Uh, he's got 25 measured rounds, so it's a pretty good little um, you know um, snapshot in terms of the, what they're judging this on. So he's 11th in terms of off the tee. He drives the ball 310 yards. But then approach to the green, 164th. Around the green, 221st. Putting, 113th. Tee to green, 148th. And just overall shots game, 144. So again, he had a great uh, great win last year, but he hasn't been playing to the level that we all expect him to be able to play yet. So it's going to be interesting to see you know how he plays this weekend. And I'm looking forward to it. I can't I can't tell you how how excited I am to see this thing this weekend. Yeah, live, live well, any live sports at this point is uh, is a plus. But yeah, yeah, especially golf and uh, and the layout and and the the you know the cause that it's uh, yeah. that, uh, that that they're helping out. So. Uh, yeah, so uh, another interesting fact uh, about about Seminole Golf Club. So Ben Hogan, uh, Ben Hogan would go there to practice before the Masters every year. Oh, really? Uh, so it is. Yeah, so it's really. I mean, it's a it's a shot maker's course. Mm. Uh, I think we're going to see. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of long irons, uh, you know, coming in. So you know, so that's whoever's hitting their long irons. That's uh, that, that's who's going to dominate, right? And who's who's playing the wind the best? And who's hitting their who's pure in their long irons? Which one of those guys is the best iron player, long iron player that you think of? I mean, I I gotta go, Rory, man. I mean, that guy. His, I mean, his ball striking right now. I mean, over the past uh, what three or four years, and that dude is just striking the ball so well, man. Yeah, I think uh, wasn't this uh, coming into this? Now I know they weren't able to finish at uh, players, but didn't he have like seven or eight top fives in a row? Was it something like that? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like how, how does that dude not have a win yet, right? As, as good as he was playing, but but uh, I mean, in, in this season, obviously he's won, he's had a lot of wins, but yeah, uh, yeah and 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 should and had the Masters happen, uh, I think he had a good uh, a good shot at uh, you know at, at least a top five finish there, right? If not better, I mean he's he's had a rough go on the back nine of the Masters on Sunday the past you know, several years, uh, but I mean he's playing uh, he's playing with a lot of confidence, right? When he's addressing the ball, man, I mean that that dude's. Uh, I mean, he is not holding back. Do you he's think? Do you time. think that them playing the Masters in November this year is going to help him? Uh, I, I, yeah, I do. I think it's going to help him. Uh, I think that uh, I think that weather, the weather could hurt a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, granted, you know, when they're playing it in April, I mean, it, it can be rainy, it can be chilly, uh, but not as not as drastic as what they're going to wind up in November. I mean, it could be downright cold in November. Now yeah, it's, it's Georgia. So it's probably not for all four days. Uh, but you could have some days where it's pretty chilly and, uh, you know, depending on what's, uh, you know, what's happening with uh, hurricane season, right. I mean, you could, could wind up really wet. So I think that, I think it's going to be, uh, I mean, Augusta's a long course, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think November, I think it makes it even longer. That's interesting uh, too. But then the the cold and potentially rainy weather. I mean, we don't know if it's going to rain. We don't know what the weather could yeah, be like. Right, it could right. it could be gorgeous. It could be seventy degrees and it could be sunny. Who knows? Uh, yep. But the likelihood of it being a little bit colder and potentially seeing some rain, I guess, probably could help somebody like Rory. I mean, he's Irish, right? He grew up in Ireland, right? And he played. I mean, we don't know what Ireland's like in the a lot of the year. It's rainy. It's cold. Look at the Open last year, right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, real quick. Did want to touch on a couple more things before we get off of this topic. Um, you think Ricky's going to? Uh, you think he's going to show up in his Puma gear, or uh, <laughs> or you think? He, I mean, since TaylorMade sponsoring it and TaylorMade and Puma, they they're not affiliated. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't see anything well, about this. Guess, does Does TaylorMade actually make clothes too, or are they not clothes at all? 
Uh, let's see. So I think TaylorMade and Adidas are part of the same. Okay. Uh, uh, so, like, so like DJ's DJ's their company. man. Then this is like if you look at the four, then DJ's their man. Like he's wearing Adidas, he's got oh, the club. Yeah, he's right. he's like the he's like the the golden sponsor, if you will, right? <laughs> if <Why> not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than other than a ball, I don't know if he's playing anything that's not you know, tailor made related. Wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the uh, he, he's the tailor made poster boy. I mean, it's uh, putter. You know, I mean, all all the way through the bag, man. So I guess the uh, I guess the question is, you said can number one? Okay, so will Ricky show up in his Oklahoma gear? Uh, will he show up in orange? And will Matt Wolf and Ricky be identically dressed as a team members? Will they put their college gear on? You know, are they going to be in all orange? What's going to happen here? I don't know. I mean, I think that's a power move on their part. I mean, I think it shows uh, definitely shows uh, some some cohesiveness, right? As a as a team, because I'm betting Ricky. I mean, uh, I'm betting Rory and and DJ are not going to show up in in outfits. No, uh, no, but, not with uh, one being Nike and one being Adidas. They're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I but I'm thinking, uh, you know, they could uh, could get a little nostalgic and uh, and throw the orange uh, orange gear on and. Uh, make a statement that's interesting now are they uh are they gonna be mic'd up i think they probably will be right yeah i, I would imagine i would hope so. so yeah i think uh i think there's uh, which which again you know you you got dj on there it's mm. uh, you know his his interview skills uh uh let's just say he's a lot better golfer than he is an interviewer and that's okay um, you know i mean so that's okay i mean we all know people like that that are they're pure athletes. They're they're not spokespeople necessarily. I'm not saying DJ. I mean, obviously he he can get through an interview. Is is he the most graceful in one? No, he's not. But at the same time, it doesn't that doesn't really matter, right? I mean, I was watching, I was watching the uh, the Zoom call. We'll get to more of this t- like next week, I think. But I was watching that Zoom call with Peyton and uh, you know Tiger and Phil. Obviously, Tiger is very very quiet. Doesn't say a whole lot in that in that Zoom call. He didn't. Phil is Phil. He's okay. Peyton was not very good in the Zoom call. Um, and yeah, then, but that's Peyton, man. Like I, Peyton's funny. Peyton's funny in like a dry. Uh, he's not funny right. kind of way that makes him funny. Uh, but but yeah, I mean it's uh, he, he's definitely uh, uh, he's definitely no talk show host. Yeah, we sure. we put him as we'll, we'll we'll code him as athlete funny. He's athlete yeah, funny, right? Athlete right. funny. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag yeah, athlete, funny. Hashtag <laughs> athlete <laughs> funny. Exactly. But. Um, so if they're going to be mic'd up, I mean, the one guy that I would say out of all these guys that's probably going to be the most interesting is going to be Rory. That guy loves golf, studied the game. You hear him on his own podcast. He does a great job on there. And he's just fun to listen to. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got a he's got a personality that's uh, it, it's addictive, right? When Rory starts talking and he starts dissecting something or sharing his thoughts on it. I mean, it is it definitely draws you in and it makes you want to listen. Yeah. So I, I think that that's the you know he's got a charisma, if you will, that that the other three, uh, I, I don't know. Two of the guys, I, I you know Matt Wolf, to be honest, I, I don't really know that much about him, right? Other than uh, other than he's got that swing, like don't, it's like it's like a get it's like a bad song stuck in your head, you know. Once you see that swing, it's like yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to take the next week. I'm not playing for the next week because I don't want that to rub off on me. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I watched him on an interview on the Golf Channel uh, a couple of days ago. He he did fine. He's actually pretty well spoken for as young as he is. So yeah, I'm I'm all in on him. That's all good. Well, so hold on before we uh, before we jump off of this. Okay. Uh, I think we 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 discussed discussed it before, but but I, I think it's uh, let, let's share uh, or, or I'll ask or, or I can, I'll ask you first. <laughs> all right. So so who do you think uh, who do you think won? Like as far as those four individuals go. 
who who do you think is making? Well, it doesn't even have to be those four players. It could be TaylorMade. I guess we could say you know COVID didn't win, right? Mm. But um, who, who do you think is going to come out best? You know, the best case from from this event. The winners of this event. Um I think Matt Wolf's the winner. I, th- I put Matt Wolf as the winner. <laughs> well, I would say number okay, going into the event, Matt Wolf won. And man, I we, you know we need to get on the line. We need his agent. We need him to hook us up with some of these things. Because holy cow, I mean, how do you jump 106 players to get your spotlight on this uh, on this event? Your people are dying. They're thirsty for sports, and you get a, a slot with some of the top players in the world. I mean, he he definitely won. Now, if he plays like yeah. if he plays like crap on Sunday, yeah, that's a, that's a different story. But in terms of getting the spotlight, yeah, he's right there. Uh, then TaylorMade, I think TaylorMade did a great job of again a gangster move. They they got this out ahead of uh, the Tiger Phil match. And Tiger Phil match has got you know a lot more uh, firepower, if you will. There's a there's a bigger grouping of guys there. You got two of the best quarterbacks of all time playing with two of the best golfers of all time. It's going to be an event, and we'll get into more of that next week. But uh, yeah, I think Taylor Made wins. I think uh, Matt Wolf wins, and then uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be great for uh, for raising money. Yeah, who you got? Yeah, hands down, uh, Matt Wolf wins. I mean, he's all in on this. Matt Wolf. Uh, I don't know who your agent is. The you should have already gotten the call. It's not expected. <laughs> That dude wants a raise, man. Oh, man. Uh, we mentioned it. You jumped 106 of the best players in the world, and you now have the spotlight of the reintroduction of golf in 2020. Uh, so n- nothing else to say there other than, uh, well, congratulations. Uh, you know, you got a seat at the table and, uh, and play well. I-, I, hope you, I hope you get to take advantage of this uh, of this unique situation. And don't play well for you. Play well for us because we have money on you. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So let's. Uh, oh, so so can kind of let's move away from that. And yeah. uh, so you know we, we've already you mentioned, and, and I think that everybody would agree uh, that we're going to see more of these. I think it's going to depend a little bit on the success of it. But again, you know, if they pick it at the right time and you know, it's the right place and you got the right people, uh, it, it it's going to be a success. People are going to show up to watch it. So uh, so who's uh, Who's your next four players uh, that haven't played already? Who, do, who would you like to see in this type of, event, of an event? And uh, any locations that you want to mention? All right. So you're saying who hasn't played in the golf that we would like to see? Because I think we have a couple of things I want to touch on here. Number one is golfers. I mean, who? what other golf matches would you like to see? I love the format of the yeah. skins format, this type of thing. But I also do want to get into – other charity match style events for other sports. But in terms of golf, uh, the ones that come to mind, and I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go first. So obviously I'm probably going to take some of yours. Rory versus Brooks, Rory versus BK all day long. I want to see, I want to see them go head to head with mics on, put them down there. You can play, you can play, uh, the Seminole. You can play, uh, any of those courses down in Florida that they're familiar with. Um, put them there. And uh, and let's see that because uh, they've obviously had some words for each other. Brooks has kind of taken the title in terms of uh, you know being the the one with the most majors in the last couple of years. He's taken that title. I mean, gosh, what a run he's had! And he has not been not vocal about uh, what he's trying to accomplish and who he's trying to step over. See, I think you so with that pairing, I think or that that matchup, I think you've got good golf. Mm-hmm. Probably, uh, probably the best golf you could watch. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as talent goes, 
uh, Rory, we just, you know, we mentioned, you know, he's got a personality, he's got charisma, you know, mm-hmm. he, I think he's going to be entertaining. I don't think Brooks is entertaining. <laughs> I, I don't think Brooks wants to be entertaining. Yeah. So, you know, for the, so for the spotlight that this event is going to hold, I think you all, you know, you, you've got, because I think you're going to have a lot of non golfers watching this as well. I agree. So I think you, so how do you, you know, I think you've got to make sure that you've got entertainment value. That's not just, Oh, Hey, there's a guy walking up and hitting the ball. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so yeah, I, I think you, so again, as far as talent and skill, uh, you know, and watching shots be made, I think that, you know, you, you really couldn't do much better than those two head yeah. to head. Yeah. Uh, again, you've got, got some noise there, you know, they've definitely made some comments, uh, yeah. uh, at each other yeah. over the, uh, over the past uh, several months, but, but yeah, I think you lose out a little bit. What, a, what about uh, Tiger versus Pat that. Reed? <laughs> is that a boxing match or is that? <laughs> uh, so there is no yeah. person that Pat Reed idolizes more than Tiger Woods. He he, he uh, grew he grew up loving Tiger. Brooks did not. You know who Brooks grew up loving as a kid? Who you got? Adam Scott. Ah, uh, yeah. Music to your ears. He loves Adam Scott. Pat Reed loves Tiger Woods. Yeah, I would love to see Tiger and Pat go at it because because of this the admiration. You know. So did I hear we've got a uh, tiger, uh, <laughs> a tiger Pat pairing, and a Adam Brooks pairing? Oh in the man, future? bring it, bring it! That would be so great. That would be. I would. Yeah, I'm down. Sign me up right now. Yeah. Yeah. That, take that, my, that, take that, all that my money. Be, take uh, all my money. That's yeah, all, I'm take, good. Take all my money. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see that. All right. Let, oh, what about shit. this one? Real quick before you get into yours. Keegan Bradley versus Miguel Jimenez. <laughs> I can't say it all together. Miguel Jimenez. What do you think about that? Uh, do you remember the incident they had back in 2015? Yeah. Did, did, didn't he whip his ass in like Boston or somewhere already? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he did. Maybe he did. I think it'd be good uh, as a match play though. I, I think it, I think he definitely had some choice words for him. Yeah. So that, that that's a good one though. I, I think that's uh, I think that's got some legs. I mean, shit. I'd watch Mig, uh, Miguel play anywhere, man. I mean, that dude is. Uh, he he is entertaining to watch in a golf course, man. Mm-hmm. I, I love watching that guy play and just his uh, um, the emotion and, and excitement that he brings to the golf course. Yeah, I think I it's fantastic. Yeah, I think they've avoided each other ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Which is well, either that or the PGA made them avoid each other ever yeah, since. Yeah, yeah. Some, somebody, yeah, somebody put their foot down. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff. Who you got? Any, any other pairings you'd like to see? You know, so maybe not so much as pairings, uh, but I think it'd be so. You know, like take uh, take Augusta uh, sixteen for example, mm-hmm. uh, where they you know they're skipping the ball across the water, uh, and, and especially at Augusta, right? I mean, other tournaments do it as well, but uh, you know where they let the caddies engage and the caddies hit the ball seventeen at, at Sawgrass. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time during the practice rounds, they're letting the caddies hit. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it'd be interesting to see uh, to, to pull a pull a caddy. Uh, um, a player caddy pairing together. Hmm. Uh, who we get uh, the kipper? We we could get Kip on man. I mean oh, he's no yeah. slouch. No, uh, no. Good, good golfer and and a hell of an entertainer man. I mean that guy's got stories for days. Yeah, so, he does. Um, who we could get? Uh, you could pull uh, Faldo. What about Faldo and Fanny? That'd be a good one. Yeah, that's uh, you know yeah, and and you know I guess that's something to think about. I mean this would also be a good opportunity for some people that maybe. Uh, you know they, they've uh, they've moved on from their from their golf career, their golf playing career, and you know they're they're doing something else in the business. So 
uh, you know, might might be good for uh, good for some of those guys. Chris DeMarco, you know, I mean, that, that dude's uh, always entertaining, mm-hmm. uh, a hell of a golfer. So yeah, it'd be be good to see uh, some of the uh, some of the more mature folks uh, that have that have moved on from the tour uh, maybe come back and, and initiate some of this stuff. I know like uh, who Bill Murray and Timberlake, they've got something going on out at Pebble Beach, I think, coming up. So oh, do they? I've not heard that. So yeah. that's interesting. So yeah. but, uh, let's bring that in. Let's bring in the cel- the celebrity element. Um, Obviously, we have the Tiger Phil with uh, the two quarterbacks coming up. But in terms of celebrities, one of the ones I think I was texting you about last week was I would love to have seen uh, Tiger and Phil and uh, and you pair them with like MJ, put Tiger and MJ together and then have Phil play yeah. somebody like Curry. I know Curry's had some injuries. I'm not sure if he's able to play or not, but I would love to see a Tiger and, uh, and, and Jordan versus Phil and Curry. I would love to see that. Yeah, I would, I would too. And, I mean, uh, hey, Michael. Uh, you got a golf course right uh, right in South Florida, man. Just opened up, so uh, you know what what a great way to uh, not that he needs to spotlight his his course, but uh, you know it'd be uh, be interesting to see them playing at there at Michael's home track. So, all right, let's take a little quick little break. We we'll right back, and we're going to talk a little bit about other formats for charity events. What we may have coming up here uh, soon. All right. All right. So we're back, and we're going to talk about other formats of charity events. Did you see? The clip of Mike Tyson in the wine shop. Did I? I mean, that guy. I mean, what what a transformation he's done to his body. Yeah. And uh, and quick. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that dude is. He he sure wasn't moving like he was fifty three years old. I don't know if he can go twelve rounds or not with somebody, but uh, he may not. <laughs> the way he looked, he doesn't need to go twelve rounds. Oh man, he looked amazing. He's like you said, he's fifty three years old. You know, once titled the baddest man on the planet, but holy cow! I mean, the last I heard from Iron Mike, um, he was calling into a radio show or a TV show, and he was bragging about his pot farm in California, wherever it was. And now he comes out with this clip, and he's 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 fast as he's, I've ever seen him. He looks great. He's fit. Uh, he looks mean, man. I, I'm not getting anywhere near that guy. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so who who's he who's he going to go up against? Has he mentioned any names yet? Well, some people have been mentioning online that Holyfield's been training too. So that, I mean, I would love to see a Tyson Holyfield. Would you ever imagine? I don't know how old Holyfield is, but would you ever imagine seeing another Tyson Holyfield fight? I'm all for it, man. Yeah, I'm for it, but uh, I don't know if he learned anything from the last match. I mean, he's only got one ear left. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you hear me now? Yeah, well, I think yeah, I think uh, I think that'd be very entertaining. Uh, then you got Lennox Lewis, but um, you know, wonder does any do any of these guys like Delahoya or Mayweather have any interest in just doing a charity thing? You know, I have a feeling that if they're going to train, they're going to want to play. You know, fight for the real, but. Uh, but it'd be yeah. interesting to hey, see. Where's, 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 where's George Foreman when you need him? I mean, yeah. he's known for comes back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I think Mayweather or Delahoy and these guys are probably, if they got in the ring, they would have no medium switch and they would just go all out. But uh, it'd, be, it'd be fun to see. And actually, speaking of uh, Delahoya, he did have a comment um, recently and he said that after watching the training video, uh, that he's convinced that Tyson can still compete with the top tier heavyweights today, and I was actually interested to see that. He said he could, uh, he could actually uh, compete with those guys. Uh, that was kind of a bold comment, right? Yeah, fifty three. Uh, you know, I mean, there's there's definitely something said for uh, for the younger guys. Um, again, I think if he comes out hard, right? I, I don't, I don't. You don't need twelve rounds. I think you probably got a chance, but. Uh, 
you know, if you've got somebody that's, uh, you know, to your point, right, they're just coming in just wide open. You've got somebody that can kind of lay back and be technical about it. You know, I, I, I don't know. Can he hold up? Who knows? But uh, yeah. I guess conditioning is everything. So Yeah, absolutely. And then um, I haven't heard of any other. Um, you said does you, you heard Timberlake and who is coming out with one? Yeah, Timberlake and Murray. Yeah. Oh, are no, they? Murray. Really? Together? Together? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen, I didn't see really what the, what the format and how it was set up. So I don't know if it's going to be a, like a, a pro-am kind of thing like they do, you know, at Pebble Beach every year. I haven't seen that. So we'll have to uh, do a little more research on that and figure out what the, you know, what, what's it look like? Uh, what are the odds? Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's the format and, and, and who's invited? So, are you yeah. surprised? I'm surprised that we haven't heard of any basketball ones. Like a two-on-two. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess maybe, uh, maybe it's too, uh, you know, it's, it's too close court, you know, they're, they're too much contact or something. Mm. I, I'm not sure, but, uh, I did see that they started practicing the other day. They, oh, some they did? kind of, uh, modified, yeah, modified, um, uh, modified format to, uh, for them to practice. So I would, okay. So maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's the COVID in terms of testing that they can't do it, but in the off season, I'd love to see some charity two on two tournaments. I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be for a major cause like this, where you know we're in the middle of this pandemic and we got these things, you know, coming up uh, like the 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 film match, etc. But I, I mean, I think just in terms of charity overall, I think that it'd be cool to see us like some two on two tournaments in basketball. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, give them mics. Um, give them uh, yeah. put, put mics on them. Let them talk. You know, junk the entire time. I'm all for it. Oh yeah. Oh, so hey, so just so you know, mm. uh, listeners may may be wondering. So the Timberlake and Murray, uh, so it's a chance to play golf with them. Oh. Uh, so you're basically you're donating money, and then you're getting uh, you know raffle, getting tickets uh, entered to, uh, for a drawing. So. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, getting to play at Pebble Beach. Yeah. 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 Phil, Phil just yeah. came out with something like that too, um, where you can, one of them's a raffle, and then one of them's a an auction i think and you can play with him at different uh the american express tournaments something along those oh, lines oh yeah yeah so, i yeah. saw yeah i saw that so you can uh, yeah you're basically bidding to play uh, play around the golf and film so yeah very cool all right we're going to take a quick little break and we're going to come back and finish things up okay so we're back let's talk hey cal we got to finish this thing up we're getting run a little long here real quick did you watch any of the phil tiger uh zoom call with brady and um and Peyton? i did yeah i thought it was uh, i thought it was okay um, again, you know, you got, get Peyton on there. His, uh, his kind of dry sense of humor is not, not really, uh, uh, not overly entertaining, but, uh, but yeah, I thought, thought it was good again, you know, that it's definitely, uh, definitely doing it for a good cause. So, uh, you know, two of the best golfers of all time, two of the best quarterbacks of all time. So no, no doubt that's going to be, uh, that's going to be a, a power move for those guys. So you hit the nail on the head in terms of the call itself. Great cause. I'm so glad they're doing this. It's going to be a lot more fun than the last Tiger Phil match. I think it will be. I mean, I think they there's a lot of uh, a lot of comedy writers right now that are uh, probably twiddling their thumbs at their uh, their houses doing podcasts and Zoom calls and uh, cocktail meetings on Zoom and all that kind of stuff. Hire some of these people to help you with the advertising and the actual comedy in the match. I mean, get. Get uh, what's what's the the roast master Ross to help you out oh, yeah. with with this. Tell hey, you know what, uh, Jeff Ross, can you come help us with the Phil Tiger match? Give Peyton some things to talk about. Obviously, the guy loves being funny, 
But as we said earlier, he's athlete funny. And don't get me wrong, I would love to play golf with Peyton. I would think he's a great guy. I'm just trying to help him out with, you know, some uh, some blistering yeah, blistering yeah, jokes, some roasting jokes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you beef up the entertainment value, right? Yeah. Because right? again, you're gonna have you're gonna have football fans that are watching golf that aren't golf fans. Yeah. And they're gonna want to be entertained. So I do think one thing that's gonna that's gonna help them out. So on the front nine, they're gonna play a best ball format. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, you know advantageous to uh, to the non golfers or non professional golfers. Yep. Um, and then on the back nine, they're playing a modified alternate shot. Yep. So so they're going to you know they're they're and they're playing from different tees. So the the, the course they're playing on is the Medalist and Hope Sound. Tigers uh, Tigers home course. Tigers home Tigers course. Tigers home course. Yeah, exactly right. So you know they they uh, so big fairways. You know it's uh, it's long. Uh, so it's going to be fun to watch, right? And, and again, you know, they're not playing for any points. They're playing for the cause. So I, I think you're going to see some shots uh, that, that they probably wouldn't take on tour. Uh, but the, I'm, I'm most interested to watch the back nine for the alternate shots. So I think they're teeing off, and then they pick the best ball, or then they're alternating from that, you know, from that point on. Uh, then they're playing it in. So it's going to be, uh, you know, you got uh, Phil that, that, you know, he, he may not hit a fairway all day. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting. Oh, you know, what, what kind of shapes are you going to put? Uh, uh, what kind of positions are you going to put Brady in? And, uh, you know, is Brady going to be able to hack it out of there? You know, it definitely doesn't have uh, lefty short games. Is it just me or does this match seem to have a lot more um, press and uh, an oomph behind it in terms of just being publicized and everybody's talking more about this match than the TaylorMade match? And I mean, we, just, we just went through the TaylorMade in great detail. That's going to be a golfer, a golf viewer's match. People are going to love to watch that one. I think in terms of odds, it's probably easier to bet on the TaylorMade match just because you know all the players and what they can do. We don't know what you know Phil and or not Phil, but uh, Peyton and uh, and Brady can actually play. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I was watching the Zoom call. I mean, let me pull it up here. Tom Brady said he shot 106 last time he played this 106 course. the last time he played there. Yeah. So we don't know anything about this. I don't think it's going to be as fun to bet uh, on the golf aspect of this, but maybe I'm wrong. What are your thoughts? Uh, no, I, I don't think it's going to be as fun to bet on the actual who, the winner and loser of you know, who shot the best score. I think, uh, I think you can get some interesting side bets going, right? So who, yeah. who's going to hit it out of bounds first? Who's... Uh, uh, you know who's going to make the putt? Who's not? Gonna, who's going to miss the putt? Uh, you know, it's kind of funny to hear Peyton, <laughs> funny and Peyton in the same sentence. Uh, it was, <laughs> no, I like but to hear Peyton tell about the last time he played there and he ran out of balls. Uh, so he has to, uh, and I forget who he said he was playing with, but uh, but anyway, he so he he uh, he hits it in the water off of eighteen, and he goes in his bag and he doesn't have any balls left. So oh, the man. the guy that he's playing, and he, anyway, he's playing with Michael Jordan. Oh gosh, uh, and. So he, I think somebody else was he was giving him a ball to finish with, and they said, "Oh yeah, here's your ball." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not finishing with a yellow ball. Can't do that." <laughs> so uh, they wind up ball hawking to, uh, to to dig another ball out of the water, so Peyton can finish uh, you know, finish the round there at uh, at medalist. So. Mm, yeah, it should be, uh, but but uh, you know, again, for the cause and, and the the reason that they're doing it, uh, I, I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be a success. So you, you mentioned uh, you know, the media yeah. and uh, what, what you know, that it's you know this this event is definitely overshadowing yeah. the tailor made event. Yeah. Uh, you know, so maybe you know we were talking earlier about how did they how did people get picked right? How did how did Fowler and Wolf get picked uh, instead of you know 
somebody else. And, and maybe that was the reason, right? Because, you know, Ricky is a draw. And, you know, people are going to show up to watch Ricky, no matter what he shoots or how bad he hits it, right? He, he's, his fan base will show up to support him. So, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe that was a, a publicity play on their side to get, to get Ricky on, to pull fans in. Uh, did it work? I think from a from a media standpoint, I don't really think it did. No, I don't think so either. Now, what did you tell me that Ricky shot when he was playing with JT a couple of weeks ago? Fifty nine, sixty one. Yeah, I think he said he shot a fifty nine. I believe, yeah, fifty nine or sixty one. I think, right? Yeah. So who knows what he's going to do on Sunday? I mean he he may he may just tear it up, man. I mean this guy, um, from what we've seen, like you said. He plays some phenomenal golf, um, and we, we see what he does on the course, and he's a top-20 player in the world, but to shoot a 61 or a 59, whatever it was, it was just insane. Yeah, uh, Okay. Yeah. so, so this, this will be the first time that we're going to see Peyton and Brady compete off of the football field. Yeah, yeah. They had some good commentary back and forth on the football stuff. I liked it. I liked it. Yep. Yeah. We'll get into more of this uh, next week as we get closer. We're going to have a ton to talk about as the odds start to develop uh, across the board on all the things with regards to uh, to the Tiger Phil match. Real quick, let's just touch on a couple more things. Well, tell me what you got coming up. Uh, well, for Sunday, yeah. What do you have coming up for Sunday in terms of cocktails, bourbon? Uh, any new acquisitions? What's going on with your uh, with the bourbon side of yeah, the pod? Yeah, so uh, so probably middle of last year, Heaven Hill uh, they discontinued their six year bourbon. Mm-hmm. And they've uh, and they released uh, a new seven-year bottled in bond bourbon. Mm. Uh, so it's uh, you know it's pretty tasty. I can't lie; I've already cracked it <laughs> and, uh, and and gave it a test sip. Uh, so it's good. I think I'm going to stick with that one for the weekend um, and, and kind of go through it. Uh, you know, it's a little light in body, uh, kind of you know caramely taste. Mm. Uh, it's got a you know it's easy, smooth, smooth at the taste. Uh, it's kind of peanutty on the back end, though. so uh, you know it could get a little overpowered there. Uh, I think I might uh, actually put some. Uh, I may look at doing some blending and try to spice it up a little bit. Maybe uh, go something a little heavier on the rye and try a little blend with it. I think that's, hmm. uh, that 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 might uh, might might open it up and bring some stuff out in it. So yeah, if you haven't tried it, Heaven Hill bottled and bond seven year. That's what you're going to uh, be you sipping know, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you send us some pictures on the on the old gram. I want to see that. Oh yeah, I want to see that. We may uh, come back later this week. I'm not sure if we will. Um, we're just getting this thing started. Yeah, drop us a line. Drop us a line on Twitter uh, or Instagram page uh, if, you, if you liked our picks, didn't like our picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you really can't have. I guess you could have different picks, but uh, I mean it's a fifty fifty chance there, right? Yeah. Uh, if you, and if there's any topics, so looking forward to uh, getting some caddies on mm-hmm. some uh, some non-players mm-hmm. uh, getting their uh, uh, viewpoint and some commentary about uh, golf and, and what they've been doing during the uh, uh, shelter in place uh, that's been happening over the past couple of months. Uh, looking, uh, may have a few swing coaches on to uh, talk about and not, you know, a, a lot of people are talking about, oh, here's what Rory's doing and JT's doing. Uh, I think we're going to be more focused on the amateur golfer, right? So what, what can we, uh, what, you know, what, what can a coach bring to an amateur golfer that might uh, shave a few strokes off their game? We'll see you guys next week. Hope everybody's have a good weekend and uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.